black woman, you are powerful beyond measure. You are worthy of all the things that you dream and desire for yourself. You are capable of achieving and manifesting the seemingly impossible. You are divine. You were created with fierce, unconditional and unstoppable love and passion. Divinity lives within you. Even if you tried, you could never be mediocre because that is not the true essence of who you are. You were created for great things and each day you wake up, the universe, commanded by God, sings of his love for you and the greatness that lives in and around you. You are magnificent. You are powerful. You are wonderful. You are glorious. You are enough and you are worthy. This podcast has been created just for you, that you may be inspired, motivated and empowered to create and live your best life. Welcome to the sisterhood. Hey, hey, hey there ladies. Welcome to the Lady Legacy podcast and happy 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 new year i hope each and every single one of you got the chance to rest during this festive season got the time to reflect although there's just a whole lot of things that's going on around us including the pandemic i just hope that you got your chance to use and breathe so i did the same too and i am now back with new episodes of lady legacy got a couple of things to let you know We've got two more episodes left of the Beyond Her Surface initiative, including this one. So what's going to happen is that this week, two episodes will go out. Next week, two episodes will go out. And from then onwards, I will be publishing solo conversations every Thursday. So you're going to be receiving a podcast once a week. Today, I am so excited to introduce a new guest to you. She goes by the name of Linda Matigiza. I had such a beautiful conversation with Linda and I think that it's a conversation that we all need to have right now or need to hear right now, especially because it's the beginning of the year. I believe that this conversation carries so many special messages and pieces of wisdom that I think everyone should just hold on to as we go through this year. So who is linda linda matigiza is many things but she can be described as a vivacious bubbly and funny being but moreover she is a mover and shaker by profession she is a professionally trained mac makeup artist and nail tech all the while doing her last year in fashion media linda is passionate about many things but on top of the list is working hard on her youtube channel and instagram page she really enjoys creating content for her viewers to watch and dreams of collaborating with major brands she dreams of reaching the statues of many popular influences such as michali bonang and kifilo to name the main woman she looks up to in achieving this, she wants to show others that it is possible to dream and achieve. She has worked with businesses such as The Body Shop and Happy Events, just to name a few, and outlined the slow incline she's gradually climbing to get to the top. On her channel, you can see her living her best life as a lifestyle, travel, vlogger, and beauty content creator. She started this journey within lockdown and it has been 
growing steadily ever since and beyond that she is an amazing person refreshing person and i believe that this conversation that i've had with her will teach you so many things she's well spoken and i don't even think she realizes the gems of wisdom she dropped in this conversation you're definitely going to enjoy it it's a must have at the beginning of this year just to carry you through the rest of the year so ladies here is linda My name is Linda Sesetu Matigiza, as it appears on my ID. I'm a student at Vaisoff, which is a fashion institute in Johannesburg. There's also a campus in Pretoria, though. I'm a professional makeup artist. Mm-hmm. I am, well, a self-taught nail artist, nail technician, but I'm pretty good. So don't think like it's just a hobby. I'm pretty, pretty good. <laughs> I'm a YouTuber. I am starting up businesswoman, starting a plus of lingerie line. I am a sister, I am a daughter, <laughs> and that's about it, I guess. So you're basically like in the freelancing and entrepreneur space, Sony. Like, yes. how's it going? How's it going, it honestly? Because a lot of people that are in that space are like, yo, it's hectic. I think they, the thing with this space, right, is that you just think that things are going to come a whole lot faster than if you were working for someone. Um, and that's the reality of things is that we underestimate the work that is needed to be put in to bring in, like, like birthing something that you want or, or making the idea that you have in your mind come to life, as well as making other people connect to the idea that you have and also want to invest or believe in what you have. So yeah. that's one of the difficult things that I've been facing that I've been more than anything, I didn't want to go to, to outsource finances in order to like pay for um, like SARS things and stuff. I wanted to start with my parents and then that would be easier. So at least then I'm not dealing with outside sources, but it's been really hard to make them also understand what do I want to see the vision the way I have. So it's a lot of, you have to sacrifice a lot of your time. There's no time to like, be like, no, 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 but I can do it later. Later, don't have that mindset. Otherwise, it's not going to work out. If you have a hunger for it, drive for it and just wake up and do it. You understand? Like the moment you, you think of something, do it. Don't procrastinate. That's been like my biggest situation is that I'm such a procrastinator. I would rather leave things for last minute. And the reality of things is that it's just bitten me time and time again and burnt me time and time again because I'm my own like, reason for failure just stand via procrastination so mm-hmm. with all of that it's just about putting time aside and also understanding what are you trying to burn and what are you trying to make serious because if you're not taking it seriously how do you expect other people around you to also be like okay no she really sees or he really sees what they want yeah that's been the biggest yeah. thing um in terms of the business aspect with youtube oh my goodness it is also not easy <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> uh, for me it was that I wasn't very big on social media. So I wasn't posting frequently on YouTube. I mean, on Instagram. Also on YouTube, I wasn't consistent with my content. And with that being said, I also wasn't motivated. So it was just hard for me to think of content that will also be good enough for people to watch. And not only that, apart from being motivated, I was a little scared of like, will people like my content? Um, but look at this person, look at that person and look how they felt. But the, the difference between them and me is that they had started. 
So that is what I realized that you just have to start. And the wrong mindset is that you're going to think, unless you're Shamiso, because Shamiso like flu. <laughs> but like, <laughs> it's just difficult for you to think you're going to start a channel and then you're already going to be in 16K subscribers, do you understand? It's not yeah. that easy of a journey, especially if you're not someone who has been big on social media, who isn't like an influence of some type or has like is a social person or has a big following or is well known it won't be as easy for you to have a well you will eventually have a successful youtube channel but it won't grow and skyrocket this at the same pace as some of the people that you might see so one thing you need to keep in mind with doing a youtube channel is that it is your race and you need to always remind yourself it is your race it is your content it's your channel and it's just going to bring you down the more that you look at the person next to you or the person in front of you it's not going to help you in any shape or manner you need to focus with what's in front of you and just focus on your dish and your plate instead of like looking at what is on that individual's plate and what are they doing you can take inspirational facts though I'm not saying don't look at them completely. You can take like inspo from there, see what is working for them and then see if it works for you before you even like just go freelance. Okay, that's research and you're allowed to do that. But what I'm saying is that it, what's not healthy is you comparing yourself to the next person who's more successful than you because you're just demotivating yourself. You're not helping yourself in any shape, form or manner. And therefore your channel is not going to grow because you're not being authentic. Yeah. That's the main thing that I caught on with this whole YouTube thing. Um, as well as do it for yourself. I think the worst thing for me is that I've been, I have external factors putting a lot of pressure on me, which is really changing my view and my enjoyment of doing my YouTube channel. So what's very, very important is that you need to also understand that you're doing it for yourself. Don't have people like saying, when are you posting? What are you doing? This It's not going to work because you're not going to enjoy it. Do you understand? It is your content. It is supposed to be an enjoyable thing. And I am a firm believer that with whatever work you do in life, it must be work that you enjoy, Jens. And a job mustn't feel like a job. It must feel like a hobby. So that's when you're going to see, like, you're putting in more effort, more different, like, factors into it that you wouldn't do if it felt like a job. So what I can say is that make sure that you're doing it for yourself and you don't let other people create the narrative for your channel. Make sure that you are sticking right through with the narrative. You know what you want to do and you stick to your guns. Don't let other people influence you to do something that you never planned for your channel. Yeah, that is such like a big thing because I also experienced the same thing with creating my digital platform where I started to feel a lot of pressure, but it's pressure that I put on myself with wanting to make money out of it very quickly. And in wanting to do that, like it really became very miserable working in that particular, with mm. on that particular thing. Because now every day I'm just focused on money, 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 money. Exactly. If I'm not focused on money... I'm looking at other people and what they're doing. And it's so stressful because even when I want to take a break from social media and take a break from the digital world, it's hard because I can't take a break from the digital world. That's, that's yeah, my job, that's, you know? How do you deal with that? With, like, it, I think more than anything is there must be a balance <laughs> between um, <laughs> what makes you happy and everything and versus like the negativity that you face on social media and everything like that. For me, the darkest time was when when we were doing the whole blackout movement, when all these killings were happening, reading like every day about some woman in South Africa dying and, and it was being very heavy, but you need to be on social media in order for you, regardless of whether it's your job or not, you need to be informed. And the f- fastest way to be informed is on yeah. social media. So just also surrounding yourself in positivity and also obviously exposing yourself to things that you know you're able to stomach. It is not going to be negative if you know that you can't take it in your men- in mental capacity 
or you'll be able to take it on your stand. So you need to be able to expose yourself to certain things that you know that you'll be able to digest and allow yourself to process your stand because the world is just getting darker and darker. So you need to make sure that your light doesn't switch off in everything that's happening. So whether it's via prayer to help you find your, like your ground and your, your balance and everything or listening to words of affirmation, listening to just a church service like Todd. I love watching Todd. Yeah. I forgot his surname, but he's another great pastor that I listen to that whenever like I'm like feeling down, I turn to him and I'm like, okay, just listen to what he says. Or even just watching comedy, you understand? Something that's going to put just a smile on your face and like help you block out um, whatever's happening in that temporary moment because you're going to have to face it eventually. But like just to give yourself a break instead of having it in your face 24-7, that's what's going to be heavy. I think for me, the biggest thing with um, social media is that I keep on going to check at my subscribers. And I mm. get so demotivated if there's not a new subscriber. And I'm like, oh my God. Gosh, okay, is this it? Like, am I going to finish here? And then I'm like, Linda, you know what? You're trying and someone's going to see your effort and people are going to come. Right now, this wasn't the video that brought you the amount of subscribers that you hoped and you anticipated, but eventually you'll reach that goal. Don't give up, do you understand? So I believe, and for me, I'm my own worst enemy when it comes to all of that, is that I don't allow myself to breathe. I, am, I don't allow myself to celebrate my accomplishments which is also a very negative thing. And that's also something that people need to understand that you need to celebrate your accomplishments for you to feel that you're doing something. I don't. I live in that moment or even less. I'm happy, I'm happy. Then I'm like, okay, what's next? I don't allow myself to bask and be like, dude, you did this and this and this to get here. Like acknowledge it, realize what you're doing. I am, I'm already bashing myself before. Like while I'm even standing, I don't need to be on my knees for me to bash myself, do you understand? I'm always like, okay, you this old, you're 23, bro. Like, where's your money? Look at this person. And that's been like also my journey that I've been trying to face and trying to find a hold and grip on myself by listening and also distancing myself from social media because it's making me toxic to myself more than finding someone else who would be toxic for me. Mm. So, yeah. And it's actually, it's, it's so nice listening to you because it's like, you're someone who's relatable like everything that you're speaking is things that i relate to and it's like when you go on social media and okay yeah there's some people that talk about the downsides of trying to push freelancing or trying to push a youtube channel and podcast but a lot of the times you're just seeing the happy moments the good moments and it's like not all the time that you see someone being honest about the journey and like how tough it is so hearing you speak about it like it, it really it's comforting in a way because it's like I'm not the only one type of thing. And yeah. I'm pretty sure even the people who are going to be listening to this, anyone who has a podcast or a YouTube channel, they're going to be like, yo, like I actually go through that as well. Which the is, same thing, yeah. That is something which, which that is, I also wanted to add to my channel where I just also speak about my whole YouTube journey and just to also give like someone a different perspective because the main thing that we run for is the success but we don't understand the work that is put behind it so just to also like help whoever is still sitting and being like me back before I started my channel and it's just like but I need this I think I also created a lot of excuses that's my biggest thing I find every reason not to do something so I would be like but I don't have the lights look at me Sally's channel she has all these lights and ring lights and mm, mm, I need the best quality. Just start, do you understand? So I think that's also yeah. something that I want to speak to people about and like post and be like, it's okay. Because with me, I'm just using a phone and one of the like lights that you use for load shading and that's Yes, it. I use that light too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Literally, that's what I use. Yeah. And it's okay because the day will come 
when I can afford the mics and um, the tripods and the, the ring lights and everything like that. But start somewhere so you can eventually get to that point. And with me is that I don't like handouts. So I want to do it for myself. I don't like asking. If I ask once, you don't do it, shut I'll do it myself. So I don't like being reliant on people. Maybe that's positive. Maybe that's negative. But I'm just like, you know what? Eventually I'll be able to be like, I was shooting on my phone. Like, lol. But look now, Jensen, I bought myself this camera. I did this, I did that. And I feel like that's what also something that's going to make me feel like, okay, like, something's happening and as painful as it is maybe it's gonna come from my pocket money but i'm just like mm, think about the bigger picture because i hate yeah. spending money on myself crazy enough i'd rather buy food than buy like clothes <laughs> so, so tell me you mentioned how like people generally don't understand exactly what you're doing especially like parents maybe um i don't know maybe yeah. friends who are in different parts a lot of people don't understand the life of a freelancer the life of a creative it seems very unpredictable it's not as stable as some other people's uh, yeah. parts so they even even just don't anything. really understand it exactly so like have you mm. had to deal with pressure from other people from family like what's happening with your life type of thing like are you getting things together what have you ever had to deal with anything have, of that I sort have. I have. And funny enough, when I started studying at Lifestyle, my mom didn't know what to say I'm studying or how to describe <laughs> what I'm studying. Then the only thing that she called was that Linda's doing makeup. Then I'm like, yeah, bro, it's out of not, all the so, other things. <laughs> like, out of everything, like, I'm studying photography, I'm doing media, I'm, and eventually I can be a journalist. So yeah. I'm just like, bro, like, have you taken the time? to understand what I'm doing more than just hearing the makeup aspect to GM saying. So I have had to deal with it. I've had individuals look down at me being like, so stupid, you understand? You didn't even get to study like something of stature. What are you even studying? What even is your degree, you understand? And I was like, that's like me. That's, I don't, I don't harbor things. Uh, you yeah. say it and then I'm like, oh, wait, if it makes you happy, that, that's your piece. So that I've really had to deal with it, especially the hardest. I told my dad, I remember a trick and I, funny enough, I got accepted to study at Rhodes for journalism and that had always been my dream. But then I'm like, mm -hmm. I need freedom actually on top of everything. I can't be in the Eastern Cape. My mom, one of those people that will drive to go look at me if I don't answer the phone. So I was like, I need to be yeah. in Joburg. And my heart had always been in Joburg, but I was just like, what am I going to do? Because I wasn't that big on vits and uh from everyone that had attended this before me was just like it's a lot of pressure so i applied for uj got accepted for pr then after i found lysop oh after one of the reps came to my school to speak about lysop i was like maybe i found what i wanted to study yeah. and then i applied and then i got provisional acceptance then i was like what then i told my dad then i was like, okay dude i need you to pay for my fees i'm going to the school and he didn't hear me that it's called lysop and he's like what is lights off <laughs> <And I'm> like <laughs> it's, it's not lights off, babe. It's lights lights off. off. And then he was like, "You don't even hear this like school be spoken about in generations." And I'm like, "I don't even watch generations, so I'm not even stressed <laughs> about it not being named in generations." Then he was like, "You were accepted at Vits. I mean, you were accepted at Rhodes. Go study journalism." Then I'm like, "No." And this is that was the journey that I decided that you know what, I have to start entering into adulthood instead of I need to stand up for what I believe in and what I think yeah. I want to do. And 
that's how I dealt with it is that I needed to remind myself that you're doing this for you. A lot of people are going to be looking at your life. Everyone has opinion, do you understand? And everyone is entitled to an opinion. But the thing is, you just need to make sure that you remain true to yourself and you know who you are and you don't let that alter you. So that has been one of the craziest journeys that I've been in, in terms of people trying to understand what are you doing, do you understand? You don't let And then yeah. I'm just like, this is it. But the thing is, I can only explain so much. If you are interested, you need to also make your own research and do your own research in terms of understanding. And that's, that's literally been what's happening. But I can honestly say that with everything that's been happening, my mom has been supportive of me throughout my journey of studying. And my dad just jumped onto the bandwagon now after he got an understanding of everything and how digital is actually a new era that's really going to be controlling um, our lives so then after you heard that, like, okay, okay, maybe, maybe you're onto something with what you're doing. That's taking a turn for the best, I guess. Yeah. Is it worth it though? Like, is, is all the struggle, all the pressure, all of that, do you feel that it's worth it? Like, you'd rather stay in the path that you're in? Or would you, or do you think that someday you'll find yourself just living the normal life where you're getting a paycheck once a month, where you're going to a nine to five? No. All of that. I really, <laughs> I really, like, I really, I'm a firm believer that money is attracted to me. And I tell myself that every day, that money is attracted to me. Money will find me when I need money. And the lifestyle yes. I know I deserve. Um, will come towards me. That's not something that's going to work with me working for someone and getting a paycheck. I mm. am also not the type of person. I am not good at taking instructions from people. I've got a little bit of an attitude. <laughs> so, so now me having to deal with that is not going to work out for me. Do you get what I'm saying? I can't, yeah. I'm not the type of person who has to wait for the 15th of every month for money to come in. I'd rather have to sit down, send emails, send proposals, send like concepts. And know that I'm going to get a huge paycheck more twice a month more than having to wait for once a month. And I am the type of person who wants to create jobs for others rather than asking someone to create a job for me. Yeah. So maybe I will get a nine to five for now just to like raise funds for my like initial dream. But honestly, it is so worth it. Right now, it's just like, babes, I'm not saying like the light. <laughs> but I know it's just I... As much as I can't see it right now, I can feel it. Yeah. Um, and that's what's important. That's what's driving me is that I can feel my success. I don't know. It's a weird thing to understand. But after like my, my mind is not, is not giving, like letting me give up. And my heart is also it's like, I just feel like something in me that's like, okay, babes, we're onto something. Do you understand? And yeah. More than anything, what motivates me is my funny enough subscribers really do motivate me. I love it when they comment or they tell me I love your channel. Then that makes me feel like okay, someone's watching, right someone's track. noticing. I'm on the right track to understand. Like I am resonating yeah. and I'm relating to someone, and my channel is making a difference in some shape, form, or manner. Whether it is helping someone laugh, someone's brightening, I'm brightening up someone's day. I'm making a small difference in some way and that's what's really also motivating me on top of everything else but i'm so sorry i don't want to work for someone that's something that's also like mm -mm. it is nope. not in my car no 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 it's a big it's a hard line <laughs> so, no, <laughs> me and you are on the same boat if i do work for someone it's not gonna be for more than five years i pray to god then i retire yeah. because you're angry no mm -mm. you're no my I've parents got a are all entrepreneurs. 
so that's also something that's like okay i've seen them oh it's driving you to actually it's driving yeah. yeah and hearing their different stories it's just like okay i yeah. can't fall short i love this conversation we're having i love it because <laughs> i feel like it's like you're in my head like you're literally speaking of my daily experience like really yeah. i love it i think that's so legit dude like Yo, and at that time, I'm not even a YouTuber. I'm a podcaster, but I feel same, same what, same what that. Yes, babe. Yes. <laughs> you must feel like you're alone in this journey. We're all going through the same problems. It's just that we don't know how to communicate. That's mm. so true. I've got a couple of questions yeah. for you. So, okay, the first question is: okay. Before you got to your twenties, right? What did you think yeah. it would be like? And is what you thought correct or have you just experienced something completely different? Because, you know, when we're young and we're, like, in our teens, we want to grow up, we want to jump to the other side and be in our 20s, and we've got this picture of what it's going to be like, but then you actually get to your 20s, and it's not always exactly what you envisioned it to be. Yeah. Yeah, Um, so what are the things that you thought about the 20s and what it would be like, and what was the reality? Okay, I... For me, twenties, I envisioned freedom, and yeah. my parents are strict. So for the longest time, when I was in high school, I never, I was never allowed to go out with friends. They just didn't understand the concept of like sleep sleepovers and stuff like that. So that was the main thing that motivated me. But I didn't die. You guys are gonna see just that, and just. I was suppressed. I'm a real social butterfly. I love chatting to people. I love being yeah. in a vibe. I love grooving everything. So that was suppressed for me for the longest time. So freedom was the yeah. biggest thing of like finally getting to socialize and um, just be myself, do you understand? I've always been a loud yeah. personality. Everyone in my family is caught on, but like obviously I I just don't want them to be the only ones to experience it. So yeah. that's the biggest thing that I was happy about my 20s. More than anything, I thought maybe like I would have been graduated by now. I would have had a stable job. And that's the only thing is that when you make plans, God loves. <laughs> I, think, I think that's what my 20s have shown me. <laughs> that like, yeah. when you make plans, God loves. And shame. Actually, that's the best way to put it. That I'm just like, I feel funny enough. Maybe I'm not the only one. And the reality of it, I'm so young. I'm only 23. I will panic when I'm 25. But I sit here and I sometimes I'm like, yes, it's Lindy, such a failure. Do you understand? And then I'll ask myself, it might sound crazy because I have these chats in my head. <laughs> but I'll be like, <laughs> oh, okay. don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, but Shaf, you say you're a failure. What are you doing to change the that situation? situation. What are you doing to move from point A to point B? Then, because if you feel like this, you're going to remain like this. You're not going to do anything. So, what are you? doing to feed yourself and to promote yourself and to motivate yourself so that's one thing that I had to reintroduce myself to me and to life in my 20s and that's something that I didn't anticipate because everyone's experience is different do you get what I'm saying 20s is when I feel like that's when you separate like the boys from the men or the like the women from the girls do you understand like that's when you see which league you in how you move and how actually the world is a real place do you understand i wasn't born in my whole life so i didn't really have an exposed view of like how connections are important things how the most connections you needed was someone who knew who was going to lychee party and could get you on guest list that's the biggest connection you need but unlike 
now it's one of those things that you try to get a job and jobs are scarce. So now it's, you have to revert back off, like you have to schmooze, you need to be chaotic. And, and those are lessons that I didn't expect myself to experience or I didn't anticipate to experience and, and everything else in between. I think that's the biggest thing is that like reintroducing myself and understanding myself and also understanding what life needs from me and what I also require from life. That is the main thing that um, I've realized from my 20s is that also I had to also realize that I'm running my own race. That's one thing that's very yeah. important to realize in 20 is that you might be, you might set goals and you're not going to always reach them, but you must also look back sometimes just to see the goals that you have passed. So that's something that I had to also like show myself that like, okay, we are here. And as much as we thought we we're going to be here, but look what we've passed so far, James Tan, and like recognize yeah. what you've done and that you're actually on the right track, James Tan. And also just feeding yourself. I think the most thing is that with me, what has helped me is sitting down with like the elders. So my aunts and my mom, and I like asking people like, what's your opinion on me, James Tan? Just to also know like, how can I grow as an individual or am I the only one who truly sees success in my eyes? Am I do people also believe in me because that's something that yeah. also motivates you to an extent having people that you know is in your team so that's also something yeah. that has helped me that like I thought that I was going to go into this thing of life alone but that's not the reality of it is that and I don't want to go into life like that I, I want a team I want to have people standing behind me and I know that I'm being supported so that's something that I also had to know is that I need to put my pride aside and allow criticism or positivity to come my way in order for me to grow and benefit from myself in the best way possible Sure, those are all such important lessons And it's so crazy because when you go through life You forget about those lessons Like you, you really forget about the lessons When things are happening But then when you, like in hindsight When you look back, you're just like Actually, I know this man I, I know that this situation yeah. Is going to be unpredictable I know that I'm in God's hand I know everything's going to be okay But like, yeah. it gets so hectic that you forget Like, oh, That you forget Because we're in the moment yeah that's so true so yeah okay the next question is what are the what are some of the things you hold dear to your heart to you like without these things linda would not be linda or without these people linda would not be linda what are some of the things that you hold oh you can get me emotional (laughs) my mom and my aunt those are two people that i'm just like yeses to especially my aunt not like that my mom doesn't mean more, but that yeah. has been someone that I've, oh, actually, and my cousin, Mona. Yeah. Those are three people that I feel like whenever I'm down in the dumps, I'm tend to crying because, like, they mean so much to me. <laughs> my aunt, I can tell her everything and not feel judged. So yeah. that's someone that I've just been like, what, like, from everything that I've gone through and experienced in my life, she has been there to hold my hand. Uh and that's one person that I'm like, God, thank you for placing her in my life. I don't know where I would be without her. And I think that's, sorry, let me get mm. tissue. Um, <laughs> it literally tearing up. <laughs> yeah, because she means, oh, she means a lot. And speaking about her just like warms my heart because I just wish people could just understand and see such a beautiful soul and such a powerful woman who speaks life into me. Whenever I'm down in the dumps, that is someone that I go to or tell all my problems. And she won't be like, oh my gosh, sis, or what. She sits down and if I need to cry, she watches me and like, we go laugh. And it's crazy enough, like as much as like there's a huge age gap, I can honestly say that's my best friend. Yeah. Um, that's, we, we don't even call each other magazi. Like I don't call her magazi. 
unless like there's a situation but we call each other girl so whenever i call i'm a girl and then she's like girl and i'm like okay <laughs> then tell her like everything but i pee, pee 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 i am not restricted in whatever i say i'm not dealing with someone who there's still that like concept of like i'm speaking to an adult but yeah. there's not that thing where adults are like, no, I don't want this to be a com- conversation topic or whatever. She doesn't cut you off. She allows you to experience and go through life. Because the, the most profound thing that she said to me, I was like, there was a topic that I spoke to her that I hadn't shared with anyone. So I told her about yeah. it. Then the next day, I'm like, so I kind of like did the cat out the bag. And then she was like, people go through things, not just adults, children go through things and they need an ear to listen to. I mean, well, yeah. to speak to. So... I understand, she understand. And I've told her everything. And one thing that I appreciate the most is that she keeps my secrets. There's, yeah. I've never had to go out and like face someone and be like, oh, girl, we heard A, B, and C. That's someone that I know with whatever I told, that's someone who's going to take it to her grave. Unless, obviously, mm-hmm. I'm going to cause harm to myself or something. But like, if it's not like that, then like, it's just something that I need to confide and get off my chest. She's there and I know that I'm not, I'm not speaking to deaf ears. And then my cousin Mona, wow, dude. As much as a lot of people say we have a very toxic relationship, which is true, but we have grown from it. This is this is a girl that I'm just like, wow, you know what? I wasn't born with an older sister. Mona and I are the exact same age. We like a two week or a week age gap. And that is someone that I'm like, is always in my corner, is mm-hmm. is never doubting me, is always willing to stand up for me, is she she's a person I'll call at 4 a.m. if I'm not okay or if I had a bad, bad dream and mm. never turns me away. She is someone that I can speak about my dreams and my aspirations. And this is not someone I know who prays against me. This is someone that I also feel like, okay, it's nice to have someone my age that I can be like, hey, dude. Because the thing is, you don't know who's making you a negative prayer point. Just that you don't know yeah. what people are praying for, like about for you and she is one person that i know that i'm like i i call her and i'm like that's i need to pray and we'll pray together and to have that type of like relationship with someone is like wow i'd rather have like a table of three people than have yeah. a table of 12 jenstein and those three people are the people that have like pushed me and have listened to me whether it is about like such a stupid thing like my boyfriend didn't buy me sushi <laughs> my biggest issues Jensen like those are people that listen and my mom like wow my mom has our relationship has come a long long way and more than anything I'm so grateful for it because I she's my friend especially during lockdown it has been the best thing for us I feel like in terms of relationship sorry I'm really emotional <laughs> so in terms of um in lockdown lockdown has really really helped us strengthen the relationship i've never grown up with my mom i wasn't raised by her so we never really this is the longest i can honestly say lockdown has been the longest time we've ever spent together so to finally interact with her and pick her brain and understand like i understand why she's my role model she created an empire out of nothing literally out of nothing from just selling blankets to where we are now i'm just like wow like god could have given me anyone to be my mom but he's given me her to understand and I find such strength from her in terms of like one day even if it doesn't match up I know I've got it in me I've got the drive because my role models are in my house they're not people that like I have to search for on the internet they're in my house and whenever I'm like okay this is what I haven't planned I can go and pick their brain instead of like 
being like, how does Bonang, how did Bonang get to this lifestyle? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I've got my role model to be like, what did you do? What did you put in place? Who did you have to speak to in order to get to this lifestyle that you are able to live now? So that is like what I really, really appreciate from from those three people. Those are the people that I'm just like, I need no one else in my corner if I got you three. You're so, so, so blessed. And I hope you know that because not a lot of people have people that they can trust and people that they can be vulnerable with and people that they can just open up to so close to them. Even Jay, again, at home, not a lot of people have that and you're truly blessed. And I pray that God keeps them around you for as long as possible. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I think it's rare because especially with Mona, I, that's one person who knows when I'm lying. (laughs) So, and you can just hear it from the tone of my voice. She'll ask me something, and I'm like, yeah, no, I did it. They're just like, you're lying. <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah, no. But I'm a terrible liar, so usually my first answer is the truth. But if I know, yeah. Mona's the only one that I'll know. And then she'll be like, girl, <laughs> like, I know I you. I know you. <laughs> I know you. So it's, it's, it's crazy, and it's, I wouldn't be where I am now if it wasn't for that that's my team. That's my tag team. That is who I need in life. I don't need yeah. to, I don't, and most people will be like, I wish, I wish I don't. I, I can sit with all three of them and know that I'm happy. I'm at my happiest with those three. Yeah. Yeah. It's complete with them. That's complete. So I'm complete. Okay. My next question is what three words would you use to describe yourself? Three well, words. Yes. I'm very, <laughs> I'm I, and I don't know people that say like I think I'm funny. I think I'm a pretty funny person. I think but, you're like, funny. Like, like a lot of people are like you're not funny if you tell yourself you're funny. I think I'm hilarious actually. I even make myself laugh. Um, <laughs> and I think I'm compassionate. I think those are the three words that are that describe me the best. Yeah. What's the one thing you live by? Let go and let God. Oh no, actually, yes. that is something that I, I think I've got three, I've got, the first one is broken girls bloom into flowers, it is what it is, and let go, let God. It is what it is, must have that accent, Literally, but I it is what it is. It has, you can't, you can't use it anywhere else, and I use it a lot, like. I would do something, and then I'm like, why did you do it? Then I'm like, guys, like, it is what it is, Egypt. Like, <laughs> you can't change the situation you're going to be faced with. So I think that's also something that I'm like, it is what it is. It's broken girls bloom into flowers. It is what it is. And let go yeah. and let God. Yes. That's amazing. What does living your best life mean to you? That's the last question. You're having fun. That's, that's <laughs> you're, I, I love, I love a nice time. Yo, I love that thing. I love a nice time. I like, I love dance. Even if I'm going to I don't care. I'm not I will dance whether I can or I cannot. I, that's my best life. Like surrounding yourself with good energy, positive energy is, yeah. I think is the definition of living your best life. As well as just doing what you set your heart to. So if I want to go on holiday and I'm capable, I am living my best life in that very moment. Do you understand? The moments that you're in that bring you joy are 
living your best life. That's what I honestly believe that being in that moment, what, whether it is just having cuddles, that is living your best life because you're in that moment and it's bringing you such joy. So whatever can make your heart full and, and you also, or whatever can bring a smile to your face and make you laugh, you are living your best life, regardless of whether it is something that has been provided by finances or just by being in the presence of someone in that very moment that you're in, you are living your best life. So I think that's my like definition of it. We're at the end. Okay. Thank you so much, Vanda. Yo, no, I had such pleasure. a nice conversation with you. My honest pleasure. Thank you for having me. So, ladies, we have come to the end of our episode. And did I not tell you? I told you that that episode or that conversation, rather would be amazing there's one important thing one important thing that i learned from linda in this entire conversation and she said this particular thing in many different ways and it is that it is important to run your own race and focus on running at your own pace that's not exactly said, but that is what I got from her through the various things that she spoke about in this conversation. And it is something that I will definitely be carrying with me through the year of 2021. Run your own race. Run at your own pace. Do not look to the left and right and compare yourself with other people and look at their journeys and desire that your journey may be the same. You are in your lane for a specific reason and things will happen for you when the time is right and in the right lane. Trust, just trust that everything is working together for your good and run your own race. Look here, if you'd like to follow Linda, of which I encourage you to follow her, do please check out her Instagram page and her YouTube channel, which I will link in the description box. Check it out. Follow the girl, support the girl because that is what we do here at Lady Legacy. I really hope that you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. And I look forward to engaging in more conversation with you in the year of 2021. I pray that it is a prosperous year for each and every single one of you. A year filled with joy, peace and love and so many wonderful blessings. Mwah.